Good morning. Happy Sunday. Sunday. Look at us. Here we go. I love that. Episode three of Practically Sisters. We are your host. I'm Erica. And I'm Hannah. And we're your sisters. We are cheersing to episode three. Yes. We're feeling so good about this. We're getting so much more calm and relaxed and it just feels so natural. Yeah. And... I'm so here for it. Yeah, I love it. Cheers to that. Cheers to that. So I'm sipping on some buttery Chardonnay. If you guys have never tried buttery Chardonnay and you've only tried like regular Chardonnay, try out the buttery kind because it's like much more rich. It's really good. The Kendall Jackson one is bomb. Dark Horse is also pretty good if you're looking for like a little cheaper option. Mm Mm-hmm. She just brought this over and I haven't had Chardonnay in a minute and it is really, really good. It goes so well with like food also. I feel like if you're at dinner, mm, yes. like I feel like Pinot sometimes is like, you know, but that one, like the buttery one is more. It's delicious. Yeah. yeah. What are you sipping on? I think mine was some sort of like rosé, excuse me, rosé. It's some cheap kind that I just tried from the store. We're not fancy here. We love that. <laughs> but we love that. It gets you to the same place you need to be. Mm-hmm. What's new? It's been a minute since we filmed actually so we did film we're gonna be completely transparent here we filmed two episodes and we just weren't happy with the way that we were so chaotic we we couldn't stay on like we felt like they were just hard to follow so we're trying to (laughs) we're trying to like control ourselves to only talking about one or two topics instead of just like branching all over the place Um, Because it does get a little confusing and like if you stopped listening for like a minute, you might kind of just be lost whenever you do zone back in and we don't want that. It's so funny because I feel like that's just that's just us us in general. Like when we go get lunch or dinner or something like that, it's just like we can talk about we talking about one thing and then two seconds later, it's a complete different thing. And so we're trying to be more focused and kind of outline the episodes a little bit more so that we're not going crazy. We have filmed, but you guys aren't going to be seeing that. So it's been a minute since we've actually like filmed an episode that you guys are going to see. So a lot has, um, what's the word transpired? I was going to, I was thinking the same word. You were, (laughs) who has that just like twin telepathy with their bestie? Cause me and Hannah are so on point with that at all times. I saw some comments on the YouTube video and they were saying, um, they said you guys look like sisters and have the same mannerisms. And I was just thinking, we've honestly been told that our whole lives since we've ever known each other. I feel Mm -hmm. like whenever we would tell people that we weren't really sisters, they would always be like, but you guys look so similar. Similar. I know it, it actually is pretty crazy. Yeah, there's no way that we were not meant to like be. Oh, we're soul a part sisters. of each other's lives. Yeah, soul sisters. Yeah, for sure. Let's just go ahead and get into today's topic. You go ahead. So today, we last night we were talking about what we should talk about, and I was saying let's talk about three things that you wish you could go back and tell your younger self. Now, not to sit here and say that we're like old or something and so wise, but you know, Mm -hmm. you you learn things all the time. So I feel like there's definitely three things that we thought of immediately when I brought that topic up. So this was hard though, because there's a lot of shit that I would tell my younger self. I mean, a lot of shit. So I was trying to just narrow it down to to three and I didn't want it to be so serious. So I did like two kind of serious ones. Well, two, yeah, two serious ones and then one funny one which is going to 
make for a funny story for you guys. Let's just get into yeah. it. So mine, number one that I put down was say no to credit cards. Now, this is probably something that your family has told you, you know, people around you have told you throughout your whole life because I know they told me the same thing and it's really hard to listen. And I think that it's kind of something you just have to learn for yourself, honestly. But if you (laughs) take my advice, just know you'll save yourself a lot of trouble. I'm finally getting myself out of that issue. And luckily, I never got myself too deep into it. But Mm -hmm. I can't imagine people who are like, thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars in debt at like such a young age and like you don't have money to pay that off and you you think it's just free money and then the interest is like 29 percent on these so just say no to credit cards if possible and now see when I lived in Wilmington a credit card was actually very helpful to me because I was like a little bit broke so you know and my credit card limit was very low so it helped me in times when I needed a little bit more you know when I was like "Ooh, let me just put some gas in my car or something like that so just be smart about it I know Erica got herself into this situation Mm -hmm. too a while back remember we talked about it I think that the key see we I have a different outlook on credit cards now I think the key to having a credit card is being educated on it and like knowing what the purpose is for. I used to feel the same way, like fuck credit cards. I'm never going to get a credit card again. Like I got all of them paid off and I was like, yes, never again. But actually, they're really good. They're actually really good and really smart. So my husband owns a business now and he's all he's a real estate investor. So he's all about money, just finances and investing and stuff like that. So he's very educated on this. And this is some this is interesting. I don't know all of the ins and outs of it. So I'm not going to sit here and try to sound all educated and shit. But I know that he was telling me that one some real estate investor that he Um, follows along their journey was saying how it's actually so crazy that we can have credit cards and people still choose to spend their actual money money. so like if you have the money and you can pay it off then it's actually pretty smart to use a credit card and then pay it off because you're helping your credit and then you're saving your own money and you're using the bank's money. It's actually really smart. Yeah. But I would say the key is when you're younger and you're getting a credit card for the wrong reason. Because you don't have money. I guess then that's what I should yourself. have said. Yeah, because... Because <laughs> we <laughs> fucked ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, I used to use a credit card. I'm like, oh, I, I, I got, got that. Yeah, girl, put it on my tab. <laughs> I got a credit card. I got all this money and you're like, ooh, but I don't have the money to um, pay, pay it, back. it off. <laughs> so yeah it's definitely like just being smart about it and like don't I guess a good thing to remember is if you don't actually have the money to buy it don't don't get it yeah because you do have to pay that shit back you know plus interest I think that (laughs) I think that that's how I should have worded it because Mm -hmm. I've actually done a lot of research into credit cards and Mm -hmm. I feel like I actually am pretty educated on them now now when I first started getting when I first started got excuse me glitch when I first (laughs) got a credit card I knew nothing about it you know I started out with like a secured card mostly was just trying to build it because I was planning on getting my own apartment and I knew I needed some sort of credit for that um but yeah so I feel like definitely just educate yourself on it it's it's a lot of stuff that goes into it and I think credit cards definitely can be helpful if you're using it correctly um but if you're if you're not using it correctly it will just hurt you and it takes Mm -hmm. a lot longer to fix the damage than to just start out with the right 
knowledge of it. It's based, mm-hmm. I guess what I was trying to say. Yeah. Cause I've definitely learned a lot. So I would say use it smart or don't use it at all until you're ready to use it smart. Basically yeah. is really what I was going for. They're very dangerous. Yeah. So uh, just be educated. Just be smart about it. I guess really what I was trying to say. <laughs> Credit cards are scary. Scary. Okay. So mine, since that one was like a fun, lighthearted one, I'll go into like more of a serious topic. So my first one I would tell my younger self is you are enough. Growing up, I was always like very confident in myself. And like, I didn't even know what it meant to be like insecure. Like I just like, I was just doing my own thing. Didn't care what other people thought of me. And like, I didn't need anybody else's opinion. That's just kind of how my mom raised me to be. And that's how she was. And so then I found myself, it started out like being in relationships. So my very first relationship that I was ever in, I started dating this boy at 14 years old. And it wasn't like a it wasn't like a horrible, horrible, toxic environment. But like he cheated on me. Um, And so I think it started out right like in that time. And um, I will do it. Yeah. And I was so young. And I remember he cheated on me like very early on in our relationship. And I forgave him. and We moved past it. Like, you know, like whatever. And to be honest, like, let's just pause for a second because you were like the baddest bitch at your high school. Like everybody wanted to be you. I even know people now that like knew you in high school and they still talk about how you were like the it girl. You were that girl. So I'm just like, thank you. Yeah. I'm just like, this boy was yeah he had the nerve to cheat on you girl people will literally all on. that boys and all the boys in your high school probably would have dated you and treated you like a queen wait you know what's funny and this is just so here we go off topic but this isn't too off the wall so my husband and i went to high school together but we didn't date or anything like we actually never had a class together we didn't actually i did cheer for him in basketball but like even then i still never even yeah, you were like new of each other, but that was we did, it. Yeah, that that was it. And so funny thing is he told me like when we actually got together, he had said that like I was his crush Duh. in high school. And, and now look at I him. think that that's so freaking funny because I had no idea. He was like, my high school self would be so proud that I'm married Literally. <laughs> Today I'm like, oh, <laughs> do it tooting my horn. He probably never, I mean, he. I'm sure it's he just never so funny thought how, like, that you guys would ever even like come in contact and now here you are. It's just funny how like things play out and how, I mean, I would have never thought like I would be. But you guys met at the right time, you know, because back in that time, like, I don't think you guys would have been, You it probably wouldn't have worked out because yeah. you guys wouldn't have been as had all the experiences that you've had to be the way you are for each mm-hmm. other, you know? So oh, it, it worked out the way it was supposed to. Yeah. yeah. Um, so anyways, rewind. You are enough. Is I what would we were say, about. yeah, I would say it started, I feel like insecure, even when he cheated on me at first, it didn't really, it wasn't like a hard hit, honestly. Um, and then I would say my second relationship is what really fucked me and made me like, very 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 insecure we dated for four years well he cheated on me a lot with with a bunch of different girls but there was one girl specifically that he cheated on me with and him and I lived together like we we, it was a pretty serious thing right yeah and he had a whole eight month relationship behind my back I remember like a whole nother girlfriend behind my back which how do you even do that while you're living with someone we went to two separate high schools yeah um and I guess I just like everybody knew it apparently and like and I didn't know for 
Like I didn't know for a while. Um, Did the girl know? The other girl? Yeah. Yeah, I would go to his games. Like, no, it was like, a, like we would post each other on social media. Like, I, I had no idea for a she long time. She was just time. okay with being yeah. a side chick. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. So, and that's a, that's a, that's another story for like another time. When I learned that he had cheated on me, I think it, my self-worth was just so low. And I she genuinely. beat you down though. Yeah. It just tore me down. And I felt this little about myself. And I remember. Even though you were still that bitch. Thank you so much. But in my head, I wasn't. Yeah. And so it really tore me down mentally. Bitch, I was psychotic. It's crazy what these types of relationships will do to you. Because I remember like I would, I would, I, I, let's just say one example. I had found out that he cheated on me. Again, this is like after I forgave him. And it, it was that same girl. Mm-hmm. And I sat in my car. I drove to his place sat in my car and called him and called him and called him and called him and called him. I bet you, I bet you I called him 50 times. We've all done it. In this relationship, he had made me feel that I wasn't enough, that I was the reason why he was, he couldn't stay faithful to me. I had taken this, this girl who he had cheated on me with and thinking to myself, why am I not enough? And why is she what you want? And I remember but she trying clearly to, wasn't enough either because if he really cared about her, he, he would have left, left me you and right. went to her. So right. that's just... Well, the, it's clearly his own issues. It's hard to see at that point. But right. that's my point is like mm-hmm. you, you look past that if you can. I know it's hard, but look past yeah. it and be like, well, clearly neither of us are enough. So it must not be us. Like, Yeah, for sure. I started watching her every move, like mm-hmm. on Instagram and like social media and like shit like that. And I remember wanting to be like her which is crazy because i just can't imagine you being in that mindset it changed me it really changed me and it also like made me very cold like i remember i had gotten to a point where i cared so 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 much and i was so crazy like wanted him to be like love love me and and all this and then one day it just flipped and i was like ice cold Mm -hmm. didn't give a fuck about anything and it wasn't even an act anymore i remember like i tried acting like i didn't care but when I really did yeah. and then one day it clicked and I didn't give a fuck and yeah. I was like and that's when you get to that point that's when you are you know you know that you're done mm-hmm. that kind of brings me into my next one mm-hmm. my number two which was uh kind of two things like that go hand in hand was knowing when to let go and so that's kind of you know the point that you reached mm-hmm. at I feel like also it kind of goes in hand with, you know, when people say you can't, how do you expect anybody else to love you if you don't love yourself? Well, I think it's kind of, that's kind of a messed up way to say it. I feel like more of a way to say it would be or should be, you can't accept the love you deserve if you don't love yourself. Mm -hmm. Because if you don't love yourself and you don't know your worth and you don't know when to let go because you, you don't realize that this relationship isn't serving you because you don't know who you are without it, it's really hard to let go and to find to find that time when you realize it's not it's not good for you anymore. I've spent so long by myself and single and learning who I am as a person, learning my self-worth. And, you know, something big that my ex-boyfriend used to tell me all the time is he'd be like, when do you wake up and say, what does Hannah want to do today? What do you want to do? What do you want to do with your life? What do you want to eat for lunch? Like it could be the smallest thing, but when you are with somebody and 
you're kind of like me who's a really like go with the flow person not too much kind of upsets you or whatever it's you know I spent a long time and that stuck with me to think you know what do I want to do today and now all I worry about is what do I want to do today you know and now don't take that too far because I feel like sometimes you can definitely get yourself in too deep where you're Mm -hmm. kind of just only worried about yourself and you don't want to get there but you have to understand that your needs are important too and you can't pour from an empty cup so if your cup is empty how are you supposed to fill everybody else's because you you need to take time for yourself and you need to do what makes you happy so that way you can have energy and time for other people yeah 100% agree I feel like when you're in something that is you know in your heart it's not good for you but it's like you keep looking for this like what if he changes this time or like what if even you know let's take out relationship even with friendships like we've talked about in the past yeah family you know whatever the case may be you know this isn't good for you but you're trying to hold on to the what ifs and you don't want to let go of the possibility of what something could be and I feel like you and I Let's just, I mean, I don't feel like this is cocky to say. We're good people. Yeah. We're good people. We have good hearts. And that's the thing is that you feel like you can't say good things about yourself. Like know the difference between when you just know who you are Mm -hmm. and know what you have to offer and know what you bring to the table in a relationship and friendships just as a person in general to work. You know, like I understand that I'm I'm a good worker. I do my best at work. That's not being cocky or that's not being narcissistic that's you just understanding that you you bring in your worth yeah know your value know your worth and that's not there's nothing wrong with I mean people say all the time like if you're if you are are sure of yourself and you can back yourself then people take that as oh my god she's so like obsessed with herself she's so so stuck up but honestly at the end of the day if they see it that way they probably just don't feel that mm -hmm. way about themselves honestly because I've been there you know I felt the same way when Mm -hmm. people would be so confident I'd be like oh she's such a she's such a bitch or she's so cocky or whatever she thinks she's better than everybody else no she doesn't she just knows what she's worth and she's not willing to settle for anything less which is exactly the way it should be and it takes a long time to get there but you know you hope that they'll change or you know but really just hope that you change and take your take some time for yourself you I feel like personally it's really hard to heal when you're in a relationship because you have you have to bring some sort of comfortability and happiness to the other person and you also have to revolve your life around them to an extent Mm -hmm. um because it is a partnership especially in a mature relationship so if you're having to worry about somebody else, you don't have as much time to worry for your to worry about yourself. So I feel like, you know, knowing your worth and knowing when to leave come come hand in hand, because if mm-hmm. you don't know your worth, then you really can't see what what this relationship is making you without them. You know, like I could see now if I'm let I don't know how to word it. I guess I can see now if I'm doing less than what I was doing before in all senses of the word or just being less of myself than what I was doing when I was on my own, you know, if that makes sense. Then it's not right for you. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I get what you're saying. And, and, um, what's the alternative to backing yourself and being sure of yourself and being confident? Do people want you to tear yourself down? Do do people want you to be insecure? Almost, yeah, because it's easier to manipulate. Right. And it's uncomfortable being around somebody who is sure of themselves and who knows what they they won't settle for. And I, 
I think something important I was just thinking about it was taking a situation like how I was just describing that I went through with my ex that was a very very toxic thing for me tore me down made me very insecure made me feel very small taking that situation and instead of tearing yourself down and being like damn why did I stay in that so long why did I allow myself to be manipulated taking that situation and letting it just make you 10 times stronger and using it as fuel for I will never settle for something like that again. This taught me what I don't want. And just using that, I mean, you should never have regrets in that sense because being a good person, you don't, good karma will come back your way. Okay. And every mistake you learn something from, or at least you should, and Mm -hmm. you can carry that with you and kind of, you know, use that to, learn what you should do next time if you ever come in that situation again. And Mm -hmm. one thing I think is really important that kind of goes hand in hand with this is learning to be by yourself, not just by yourself, you know, in the sense of not having a boyfriend or not being in a relationship, but by yourself in general, you know, you remember I went through that phase where I would go hiking by myself Mm -hmm. all the time, like twice a week, I would go hiking my favorite mountain hiking place nearby it's it's honestly like an hour and a half away but Which, was, i'm sorry can we pause i was literally thinking the other day i really want to go there can I, we go we there should, with yeah. sky and yes. like go on a little hiking trip oh my gosh yes I okay i had to place. like i couldn't let you keep talking about this because i was thinking about it the other day and i was like fuck we should go hiking that sounds yeah. so much it's fun. a really and it just brought me so much happiness right. and it i feel like it really really made me such a different person hiking by myself all my all my friends would be like oh you shouldn't go by yourself it's scary my my mom would be like you can't go by yourself you know mm-hmm. it's scary and i would say you know it's it's not scary at all it's peaceful and it's honestly one of the only hiking trails i've ever been to where you really don't see many people at all and you know you have to take precaution but that's kind of safety's not the point of the story <laughs> But I'm just saying, you know, learn, find something that it is that makes you that you feel confident in doing on your own and kind of use that to do other things on your own. Like mm-hmm. at that point, I started I would go to coffee shops by myself and mm-hmm. I would just sit there and just drink my coffee and look on my phone or whatever. Or I would even go eat by myself and I'd sit at the bar and have a food and have drink a drink or whatever. Just learning to be by yourself and going home and being by yourself and. Now I almost am like, damn, I kind of want to be by myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Being able to be by yourself is really a powerful thing. Yeah. And a lot of times when you are in a bad place, you want to like lean on others and use them as a crutch, which is good at some um, some things in life. You know, there's certain things that I've been through that if I didn't have the people around me supporting me, then I wouldn't have been able to make it through. But when you're talking about day-to-day life, it is so important to be able to just be who you are, be by yourself, be happy with that, not need anything else, and just learn yourself, learn what you need, what makes you happy, what doesn't make you happy, what do I want, what do I, what do I not want. Then you can bring that to other people as well and kind of also get people in your life who feel the same way that you do and, you know, want to do the same things that you do and things like that. Because if you don't know what you like or what you want, then you kind of just allow everyone into your life. And if you know what it is that you specifically want, you can kind of be a little bit more particular with the people and the things that you let into your Mm -hmm. life. Yeah. Agreed. Should we move on to the next one? You go because that was mine. Yeah. Those were like perfect together. Those were perfect. Look at us. Look at us. (laughs) Okay. So uh, the next one... So this one is like very specific, but it can be for 
for so many different things. My number two that I would tell myself is spend more time with my mom while I can. And so... Water words go hand in hand again. Really? Yeah. Mine's probably like more heavy than yours. Yeah. And this is something that I do talk about a lot. And I do like I'm very open with dealing with my mom's grief and like my mom's cancer and stuff like that. I've always been pretty open with it. You know, there's some people I feel like a friend of mine, she had always told me that she um, I could just tell she would dance around like anything of that topic or something. And I, and I told her one time I was like, you know, I am comfortable with like talking about my mom because I feel like in a way it kind of like helps keep my mom alive, like her memory alive and stuff like that. And I do feel strong enough where I am able to share that part of my life. And I feel like it, it makes me happy to be able to help others who do go through certain circumstances like mine. So if you haven't heard the previous episodes, or if you don't know any of my story, my mom passed away from cancer. It's been I think over three years. Which is crazy. Yeah, it has been. Yeah. Yeah. Which is wild. And my mom was my best friend. I mean, best friend. I'm her spitting image. I'm her mm-hmm. twin. I am Personality her Personality and everything. I'm looking at that picture of her <laughs> yeah. on the wall and I'm just like, oh my God, you guys are literally yeah twins she was just a beautiful soul she was she was amazing she was great that's besides the point I would tell myself to spend more time with her because we were so close when she was really really sick it got really difficult for me I was a flight attendant at the time where she really started to decline she was living back here in North Carolina and I was living in Baltimore so I wasn't able to be with her 100% of the time and I remember I would find time to try to come back home and then I would be back home and I would almost like look for other things to do because it was so hard for me to see her the way she was and I remember thinking that too whenever you you did go to Baltimore when she was sick I remember thinking like it's probably really hard for her to be mm-hmm. around her because so, I knew it wasn't that you didn't want to be but no yeah. and it was one of those things where and I didn't even realize this was happening when it was happening like I didn't realize that like whenever I was home I would be looking for like a party or I would be wanting to drink with my friends or like do something like that versus actually like going there and sitting in a room and just looking at how horrible she had gotten. And now that I'm look, well, I mean, it's not just now I've regretted this for quite some time. And you know, I've, I've preached, you should never have any regrets. This is one thing that I will say that it's really hard for me to move past is just not spending every single second that I possibly could with her because if you are someone who is going through a similar situation you know a loved one who is sick or just going through a hard time or whatever the case may be don't be afraid to be there for them because every single moment you will never get that back yeah and the worst thing you can do is have regrets like that and I'm not saying let's not get it twisted that I like wasn't there for my mom because I was I no, was there for her yeah. every step that I could be. But I found it increasingly difficult as she continued to get worse to be around her. And it was really difficult for me. Yeah. And um, I just think that if you are in a situation like that, then to just really do your best to put your feelings to the side and just be present, make memories with people that you love. Be there with people that you love because you really never get a day back. And it's so important to not have any regrets. That makes me think about it because I remember when your mom did pass and Mm -hmm. there is the funeral. Mm -hmm. I had I was living in Wilmington at the time. That was right after we had not been living together anymore. And I feel like we weren't talking very much Mm because when we were living together, we kind of like 
we, we weren't even arguing we had like a spat yeah, yeah i don't like even a, know what it was about i think we were just kind of like annoyed with the, being with each right, other right like yeah it, whatever it was it's stupid we don't even remember but yeah so i remember i lived in wilmington and you know i heard that your mom died i think you posted on facebook or something and i texted you and i was just like i'm so sorry and i was living in wilmington at the time but i remember you told me when the funeral was i drove all the way back from wilmington and i was there at the funeral i think i honestly barely even spoke to you while we were there because Mm -hmm. you, you know everybody that you knew was there i sobbed the whole time just because i was so upset for you and i remember thinking you know i can't imagine what she's going through whether we were friends or not at the time not even not friends but you know whatever issues we had at the time distance it didn't matter I was going to be there for you I knew we were going to be friends forever Mm -hmm. and so imagine us now and I just didn't come because of some little spat or little distance that we were having like no I was there even if we didn't even speak to each other the whole time it was just me being there knowing that your mom was so important to you mm-hmm. and that you were so upset. And I remember you were being so strong throughout the whole thing. You you barely even shed a tear from what I remember. Yeah, so that that's something that I don't know if it kind of goes with what we're talking about today. Maybe I could get into it in the future. But just to briefly touch on that, that's something that I actually had to work through with a therapist is she told me there was many different stages of grief and everybody handles grief very differently. For me... I was in like a state of shock. I would say the best word was disbelief. And I remember it it took me a while for it to really hit me. I was with her when she passed. It was very traumatizing for me. Took me probably like a solid few weeks for it to really sink in. And then I found myself really just drinking and trying to numb the pain and have been through so many different stages of grief. That's just a complete different thing for another time. You never know when it's going to be somebody's last moment. So just be present and be there with the people you love. It's so important. For sure. And my third one goes hand in hand with that because I had put listen to your mom, Mm. even though you don't want to. The first Girl, thing that listen I listen to your fucking mom because she we, fucking knows best. We love our moms, in mm-hmm. case you can't tell. Yeah, we're huge mama's moms. girls. And uh, like, if you haven't watched previous episodes, our parents were engaged. So her mom was like my stepmom. I fucking love her mom so much. Yeah. Like, almost as if she was my own except i haven't seen her in a really long time but i I still always will feel that love for her and she loves you like her Mm -hmm. own she always talks about you and she wants to meet sky she hasn't even met sky but i I, she's facetimed with her yeah everybody's schedule is just so hard and my mom does live like about like 35 40 ish minutes away so you know it's kind of hard but the first thing i think of when i think of listening to my mom when i didn't want to was my mom used to tell me all the time i remember to put lotion on every day oh my god my fucking mom did (laughs) (laughs) and that seems like the most basic thing but i swear i always think of it because she would tell me all the time put lotion on and you won't get any stretch marks put lotion on and it will help you like as you get older not age and stuff like that and i used to be like oh my god i don't fucking want to put lotion on you know like and i never did like i never put lotion on and i got stretch marks probably when i turned 14 and i remember them being which is so crazy to me yeah started because i that was like really when i started my body started changing into womanhood i think i got my period you got like big ass boobs and i was like whoa what that's not fair (laughs) i think wait hold up that's not fucking fair (laughs) side note no i don't know if i should say that honestly it's all girls here but you know um you remember when you put my first tampon in for me? <laughs> I'm dead. Remember we were going to Carowinds and I 
<laughs> I was like, I'm not going to be able to dead. get in the pool because I'm on my period. And Erica was like, no, just put a tampon in. She's and I remember like, I don't know how. we were fully in the bathroom and your boyfriend, your first boyfriend, he was there in the house waiting for us. And we were just in the bathroom and you were putting my tampon in for me. I That's remember it so know. vividly. If you have a friend who will put your tampon in for you. <laughs> keep them forever because that's crazy that's some crazy (laughs) (laughs) once again off topic but basically what i'm saying is listen to your mom and even now i tell my mom everything Mm -hmm. and some people might think it's weird but i don't care i she knows every single thing and i was close with my mom before erica's mom passed but definitely erica's mom passing also helped me realize like how much i love my mom Mm -hmm. and i just I can't imagine my life without her and I really want to make sure that she is as involved in my life as much as possible while she can be because you know not everybody's going to be here forever um something could happen tomorrow god forbid to anyone and you want to make sure that you knew that that they knew that you love them or whatever but just listen to your mama she used to tell me all the time little things here and there like that boy's no good for you and then I would say oh whatever mom yes he's fine he's great Mm -hmm couple weeks later we're broken up she always knows best it's so weird she just it's moms it's, just listen to your mom it's an instinct <laughs> like oh my god I, I like pray that me and sky are like best friends forever I mean she's my little best friend right now and I just pray like that's one thing that always is in my head is I just want to build I mean our bond is crazy yeah and I just want to like keep the bond and like build on that and like I am going to cry myself to sleep if she like one day doesn't want anything to do with me so (laughs) that's my like main goal in life is just to like make sure that that girl is my best friend tells me everything I don't think you said that you think you share too much with your mom I don't think that there's a thing I think your mom should be your best friend because if you feel like you know if you feel like you can't tell your mom stuff, especially as you get older, like I'm a grown adult, you know, my mom can say whatever she wants to me, but she's not telling me what to do or mm-hmm. telling me if I don't do it this way, I'm going to be grounded. I'm actually talking to her about boyfriends or you're literally like life friends. or work or whatever. Like she's just my friend. And the one person in the entire world that I know if I went to her and said, do not tell a single soul. She would she would not tell a single soul. She would take it to her grave. And I know that for sure. It's really hard to trust people in this life. If you can trust your mom, like, girl, she's my ride or die. I, mean, I would tell her anything. 100%. Your my mom should be My most deepest, darkest secret. And honestly, there's really not much that I do that I, that I would say don't right. tell a single soul ever. <laughs> but... Um, if I did, you know, like if I killed somebody or something, which right. I'm not going to. Oh my God, to, I would hope you would tell me. <laughs> but I would literally be like, mom... Right. Your mom should be your ride or die. Like just listen to your mom is really was my my point with that. Whether it's the smallest thing or the biggest thing, life or death, listen to her. Even if you don't think your mom's like the smartest person in the world, you know. <laughs> <laughs> or like your mom. It's where not we, even get it. Where are we going with it? I <laughs> my mom is very smart. I guess I was just saying, like, I feel your like sometimes we smart as fuck she's just so like smart. ditzy but like that's just like us. yeah but he's like in a funny way just the main thing <laughs> we I have think so of. many funny stories about your mom <laughs> oh my god we have to have her on the podcast oh my god I told her that I was we like I would love to. it yeah oh my god okay Say your so third. my third one would be to not go so crazy on my Cancun trip <laughs> Okay, so Hannah knows all the details of my Cancun trip. Um, there's a few people in this world who know the uh, 
details of my most Can- of them are in Cancun Cancun trip uh yes we'll just get into a story time so I'm not going to tell you all the details but you guys can use your imagination so this was back in the what we call the crazy phase mm-hmm. and you'll hear us talk about the crazy phase more we actually what the last episode that we filmed that you guys aren't going to see that we scrapped was a lot about our crazy phase and we felt like it was a little too much we felt like it was a little too much <laughs> too early we're trying to like warm up to you guys before we go like balls to, balls to the wall yeah uh balls deep and um our crazy stories so um i'm gonna tell you the pg-13 version not the rated r so basically we my husband and i went to cancun we were just trying to have some fun and we stayed at the Temptation Resort. So I would like for you guys to look up the Temptation Resort in Cancun and then just set the scene, okay? It was a crazy ass fucking place. Pretty sure that there was like, it was a whole thing of swingers, which let me just say, we're, we didn't swing, okay? That is not what I'm saying. Use your imagination. No swingers. No swingers. No, not that part. Just, him. <laughs> just the <laughs> things that were in her system. So we had a lot of fun and um, long story short, I got so fucked up. It was like a daytime party and um, the best in Mexico. Oh my God. We've got to get a fucking Mexico, dude. Oh, I love Mexico. Um, had some people like come up to us and we were like, they were like, hey, we got some like blank. Uh, you guys want some? We were like, fuck blank. yeah. <laughs> yeah. We were like. <laughs> has to be blank for now <laughs> no bleep out just blank <laughs> i'm dead <laughs> oh my god i wish i could just say it i can't so we were like fuck yeah of course like this was like back in the day where our brains i don't think they were powered on all the way basically we had a lot of fun i got so fucked up they had to wheel me out on a wheelchair which is like we'll get that in. was at the snoop dog concert now oh that was at, that was at another that was a um in mexico oh my god too? we have so many stories yeah that was in in mexico they wheeled me up stairs on a wheelchair um it's a plane airport's like right here. i thought it was like storming yeah i've been willed i've been um taken in a wheelchair a few times i i'm that girl not anymore but i was that girl who my drunk self she has a name her name is misty and misty is like a fucking crazy bitch like she is just like blackout or nothing yeah. we can't get into it today we don't have time no no time but we'll talk about it next time yeah there's so many funny stories just know that and that's Snapchat like the kind of we can insert that's like the kind of like party girl that I was like it was like I didn't know how to do things in moderation it was just like a I'm here all the way or not at all all the way dying <laughs> and so yeah it was a really crazy time ended up getting a concussion but didn't know that I had a concussion went up to the room I don't remember any of this uh completely rolled off the bed smacked my head on the concrete floor um didn't wasn't aware when I woke up when I woke up now they that I think about it I do remember I was taking a shower and I was like oh damn what, what the fuck happened What's going on <laughs> I, I would just say Erica take Don't it easy that. take it easy at Cancun okay girl just overall in general <laughs> like just take care of yourself don't get too crazy 
I remember one time it was snowing. It was like a really big snowstorm. And me, you, Skylar, and my ex-boyfriend, we were all at your house, your apartment. And it was like a huge snow. We didn't have to go to work for like four days or something like that. And I remember... This is when me and Skylar first started dating. Yeah. And we were all at the apartment. And I just remember like one day I woke up. It was probably... I don't know, 10 o'clock in the morning and you had a sheets right next to your apartment. We went to sheets. We got four locos and I chugged a four loco at 10 o'clock in the morning. Probably no food on my stomach at all. I literally don't remember the rest of the day. I just remember waking up and it was dark outside and I was like, what happened? Yeah. (laughs) When she wakes up, then we continue the party and then we're like, oh, what else can we do? Yeah. And then... You know, we, yeah, there's a lot of things that we have to tell you guys. So fun. I'm sure you guys have so many fun stories you've had with your friends too. Yeah. We have to wrap it up. But something that I wanted to mention that I haven't even thought about talking about is leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or mm-hmm. on Spotify. I was looking at them the other day and we actually do have a couple and they're really sweet and we are so excited that you guys are loving it and talking about it. But yes, it makes reviews. me so excited. There was one girl who posted that they were listening to us in her car. Yeah. And I called Hannah and I was like, this makes me feel so vulnerable, but like yeah. so excited. And, and it's it actually really- Kelly. Shout out to you, Kelly. Yes, She's been a supporter since we even brought it up at all Mm -hmm. um but yeah leave us a review because that does help like push us into other people's feeds so other people can find out about us too so that we can grow organically yeah like really grow this little girly chat era of ours yeah thank you guys so much like i say all the time for all the support we really appreciate it we're loving it we're having so much fun we really have to stop ourselves because we we could go on and on and on and on and on and on and on skylar was walking out and erica was like it's we're only going to talk for 30 minutes and he was like yeah right (laughs) bless him He's so patient and kind. He really is. He really is. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much. Yes, leave us a review. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. And I feel like I just said that. YouTube. YouTube. (laughs) YouTube. (laughs) Stop. Um, But yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. I'm dead. I'm having a laugh attack. We'll see see you next time. time. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Bye, guys. Bye.